Welcome to the History Slam podcast from ActiveHistory.ca. Here's your host, Sean Graham. Thank you, Adam. Welcome to the History Slam, everybody. I am Sean Graham coming at you today, nearly live from Ottawa, Ontario, where it is the end of 2020. It is New Year's Eve as I record this and as we release it. Congratulations, everybody. We did it. We made it to the end of this slog of a year. So very excited to put 2020 in the rear view mirror and to commemorate, to celebrate the end of 2020. I wanted to revisit one of my favorite episodes, one of the ones that I had the most fun putting together. It's from a couple of years ago when our friend Jeremy Garrett was expecting his first child. And I wanted to go back to something we had done when Aaron Boys was expecting his first child. We wanted to do the historically inspired baby names, but for this one, a little bit of a twist. I went through and looked at all of the people who have been designated as national historic persons in Canada, and I mashed together some names using first names, middle names, and last names to come up with some ideas of what you could potentially name a child if you wanted to have that name be inspired by some historical figures of the past. We had a lot of fun with this one. Aaron Boys did join us. So it's Aaron, Jeremy, and myself. So please enjoy Historically Inspired Baby Names, Canadian Mashup Edition. So Jeremy, you are going to be a father. I am. In a few short months. And Aaron, you are a father. I am. And a couple years ago, around the same time, I think. Just about, yeah. We decided to name your child by using historically significant names we did and i feel as though we were unsuccessful in that endeavor unfortunately yes i had to reach outside of our names that we had suggested and uh, go with something entirely different which is sad so the baby's name is elsa elsa craig something or other yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so uh so we were unsuccessful so we're trying again And I've come up with a different strategy for you, Jeremy, because you and your wife claim to have names picked out. We do? Well, until today. (laughs) So this, the the point of this episode is to change your mind and to have people who are historically significant to Canada be the, not motivation, be the inspiration for your child. Okay. You seem skeptical. No, I uh, I think this is a good idea. I mean, it'll be nice to stack them up to the names that we've picked out, both male and female. So I think he needs to go in that with an open mind. Uh, my wife and I, and I will name drop here, Megan, decided that... Doesn't that, sound right. No, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Not... Sorry to the, to, to the more avid listeners, the person to whom I'm related to by marriage. There it is. And I uh, had a discussion in which we both figured out, because we knew we were having a baby girl, and we had a name picked out. It was set in stone. That's what we are doing it until about two and a half months out. <clears throat> and she came home and said, what do you think of the name Ellie? And once I heard that name, I said, that is the name of our child. And so every name that we had previously thought of out the window, and Elliot was, and Elliot is. So now is this before or after the podcast? I don't recall. Because <laughs> I mean, Elliot and Elsa. I mean, <laughs> so the podcast has no effect. Is basically what he's saying. Now the other thing too is that you and your wife Susan, mm-hmm. when I was talking to you a couple of weeks ago, you said that at least for the boys, I can't remember for the girls, that you have multiple names picked out 
because you want to wait to see the child yes. before. Because like if you pick a name and then you look at the child, you're like, nope. Because then you you so you you have multiples picked out. Yes, for both males and females. Okay, yeah. so at the very least, my hope is that at the end of our time today, you will add another one to the list. <laughs> Uh, so that's all. That's all you can ask. That's really all. You, yeah, I, I don't necessarily want to name your child, but I want to help you make a informed decision. And I feel as though this will probably be the closest you will ever come to naming a child, Sean. It's highly so likely. I think this, <laughs> this, is, this, 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 this is your chance. It's, yes, it's very highly likely. I will continue to do this <laughs> as my friends continue to have children. So one of the reasons we're here in Gatineau is that the two of you, of course, work in Gatineau. I have started a relationship with a branch of the federal government that prompts me to be here on a daily basis now. That's probably the most creative way I've ever heard of being called a public servant. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I've been working with the group that helps research stuff for the Historic Sites and Monuments Board of Canada, which designates people, places, and events as being of national historic significance. Mm -hmm. So I thought that last time when Aaron, you and I did this, we just picked anyone. Yes. So for this one, what I've done is I've gone through and looked at all the people who have been designated as nationally significant, and I've created six names for, six for boys, or 12 total, six for boys, six for girls, but they're mashups. So I've selected 24 individuals and I've paired the names together to present to you as options for your child. That sounds good. I'm okay. looking forward to that. All right. So now the mashups are, and, and you'll see, some of them are because the names themselves, I think, sound cool. Other ones are the two people together make a really interesting combo. Okay. So there's there's different rationale for each of them. And when I say mashups, I mean first name, middle name. <clears throat> there's no combo. There's no Jurarin here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like that. Okay. So okay. it's not just stupid names. Yeah. Okay. Although yeah, yeah. some of them are fun. Okay. So that's what I have. And, and because I don't know if you were going to hyphen the name or I don't know if Susan has changed the name, I just put Garrett behind all of them yeah. because the sound of that helps create the first two. So okay. not knowing what the last name was going to be, I just presumptively picked Garrett. So that's what I've done. Yeah, and that's, that's how it's going to be as well. Okay. So uh, do we want to start boys, girls? Does, does it matter? I say yeah, give Jeremy. to Jeremy. Uh, you know what? Let's start with boys. All right, so we're going to start with the boys. So let me flip over my sheet here. There are 700 people who have been designated as historically significant wow. by the Monuments Board. So, you know, it took a while to go through this, but I'm, again, very pleased. So let's start with one that might seem obvious, but I think is really nice. Uh, so I'll give you the, uh, the full name first <clears throat> that I have picked out. So the name is James Marquis Garrett. Of course, after James Wolfe and Marquis de Montcalm, because that's just a beautiful combo to have your children named after. So that's my first one. Any thoughts, gentlemen? Now, is it a beautiful combo? I mean... I think it's a historically significant combo. Well, certainly. Those, a those two are, are matched together quite nicely. Or opposed to each other quite nicely as well. I'll well, yes. There. Historically linked. Okay. Well, I can see historically linked. Uh, 
I can certainly see the name uh, James uh, for James Wolf, a very strong name. Uh, I would be very happy with it. Lots of nicknames that can go along with it. Yes. And I mean, uh, James was the winner of the Plains of Abraham, so uh, that's why I put him first. Well, also, you're sense. not francophone, <laughs> so I didn't think Marquis would really work well. Well, actually, uh, in my family, uh, my mother's maiden name is Fournier, so there is some okay, uh, there French go. in there. Okay, it doesn't really flow with Garrett, though, I don't think, as well. No, it doesn't. Marquis James Garrett. I think James Marquis Garrett works a little better. It does. Just in the flow. But what about James the Marquis Garrett? Oh. Could be AKA. Oh. That gives you, yeah. you know, that really hint of royalty and, you know, a lot of generals back then, of course, you know, knighted and whatnot and so you've got the the marquee right the so what if you just went to james, what, what you just the marquee of garrett the marquee of garrett <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad that does have sort of a regal sound to it yeah that's, that's what i mean yeah so we're kind of, so this is not one that you're dismissing i'm not dismissing it no i mean it would also be a launching pad a good start for the sheer uh, fact that he didn't you know flip the table over and run away saying this is stupid right? is, is a sign so it's good right so yeah. we're off to a good start i think that, i think that's yeah. a good start historically significant relevant sounds pretty cool yeah, yeah. Room for improvement, perhaps? Certainly, yes. As long as it's the marquee of... Yes. Well, this is only to uh, have me open my mind, look at new, exactly. new avenues as well. It doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to be happy with it, but it could open and make us think of new names, too. Okay, good. All right. So the next one, then. Let's go with the next one. Uh, now, I've written down... Because some of these people you might not be familiar with. So I've, I've written down who the people are, in case okay. we don't know. I think Montcalm and Wolf. Yeah. Like, we're all familiar with. I think most of our audience would be familiar yes. with them as well. So this one I have... This is just a great sounding name. Uh, Decatur Boss Garrett. Decatur Boss. Boss. Yeah. Context. Yes. So that is, uh, Decatur is the middle name of C.D. Howe, Clarence Decatur oh, Howe, okay. the minister of everything in the 1930s and 40s. Yeah. And Jim Boss, who was a indigenous leader from the Yukon. Yep. So I really like just Boss. The word Boss is pretty cool like it's it's boss the word itself is pretty cool but i mean imagine trying to send your kid to uh, school as the boss the boss i'm the boss but that's why it's the middle name i can see that but even you middle don't name. want that to be the the, la- the the first name like you don't want boss garrett well, but i mean that's pretty much that will be his name exactly the boss period yeah that is the nickname yeah but, so but as a kid you could be deck perhaps yeah yeah, yeah. right and then but your nickname is the boss. Like this is some like if you it, this could work for a girl by the way. I think boss is a middle name for a girl works well too. Like if you're going to be an athlete. If you're oh, yeah. an athlete, especially if you're a boxer. The only thing the is way, though, I'm pretty sure if you name your child the boss, it precludes you from ever being a musician. Yeah, that's true. But it's not the boss. It's just boss. It's just boss. I know. I'm just. I, I'm afraid that someone, like, if you try to go into music and then you say, "Hey, I'm boss," and people are like, "No, you're not. Sit down." Right. And, but well, what? A, but but it's more like I'm using it more as an adjective than as a noun. So it's not like the boss. It's boss. So it's like, hey, that's a boss shirt, right? It's like a more as an well, adjective, the describer. Or that's a boss themselves, but uh, right. you'd mentioned uh, that you know you could, the nickname could be Deck. Well, then you have the unfortunate Deck the Boss. Oh yeah, uh, that's yeah. maybe not great. Yeah, no, no. See, this is why we have these things. <laughs> yeah, this is why we talk them out. Exactly. Focus group. Exactly. Okay, so uh, maybe not a hit. I, no. I, I think that one goes in, in the no pile. Okay. Um, well, how about how about this one? It's another one with 
boss is involved. So uh, let me try another one. Stud home boss Garrett. You seem to really like your boss names. Yeah, so this one, it's a different boss, by the way. So uh, Alexander Boss Gibson, who was a lumber and railway baron in the Maritimes, and also Gilfred Studholm, who built Fort Howe in 1777. So Studholm, I think that just sounds like... Studholm is... It seems like a very masculine name. I think Studholm would be a great middle name. I agreed. I don't know why, but yeah, that kind of pops out more as a middle name not than as it a, would as not a first, as a first name. name. No. Okay, but so I'm not dismissing the name itself. I just think maybe the order, but I don't think how you go boss as a first name. Okay, no. what if we what if we combine then? What if we went Decatur, Studholm, Garrett? That's a strong name. I'm so, not. I'm still not convinced on the Decatur. You're name. not big on no, the Decatur. I'm not. No. No, that that's a very what about strong Clarence. Name. If we if we want to use CD Hub, Clarence. Nah, see, I'm out on Clarence. Decatur, yes, Clarence. No. Wait, what about Alexander? Okay, so Alexander, so Alexander Boss Gibson is this the first in this combo. Yeah. So if we still wanted to combine those two individuals, be Alexander Studholm Garrett. That's a strong name there. I'm not opposed to Alexander. I'm running through trying to think of any ways that are blatantly make fun of. <laughs> it's very important that you go through that as, yeah, as a yes. parent. Like, the next time we do this, we should probably have an eight-year-old just sit here to to identify it for us. Yes, yes, as a fact checker. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, in lieu of that, uh, nothing jumps out of no. yeah. top of my head. I think so. Studholm just really. I, I, it's, I think it's just name. a good name. Yeah, no, I. Now, it's a last name, of course, but I think it works in this case as a middle name. Yes. Well, yeah, in this case, Garrett works as a first and middle name, so, I mean, Studholm could easily work as a middle name here. Okay, so maybe Alexander Studholm. All right, so we have two possibilities. Already. Yeah. Wow, I am doing well in this mashup. We're, I, what, I, ten minutes in? I'm and, very uh, proud of myself so far. Remember, I'm saying these are possibilities. Yeah, I'm not you. saying, I'm not saying, but th- th- they're not being dismissed outright. I think it's good. I say we pack up now. You've, you've nailed it. <laughs> oh, just wait. Just wait. Now, the real test is what the baby's name will end up being. And we were focusing on boys' names right now, but who's to say we don't know it's going to be a girl? That's right. Well, well I got six do. I got six girls' names on the back, so don't sleep are you, on are my girls' Are you run through names. all the, the boys' first? And then we'll yeah, we'll run through all the boys' first, okay. then we'll do the girls'. Cool. So the next one. Now, this one, I think, is, is partial to my heart. Uh, because it involves my one of my favorite prime ministers, of course. And this is the one where it gets a little silly, I'll just admit, that I don't think you're going to enjoy this. But it combines famed U of T historian George Wrong and the right honorable Mackenzie Bowell. So, of course, it's Wrong Bowell Garrett. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I'm not even, even going to entertain well, that. As soon as you mentioned your favorite prime minister, I knew you were going for the bowel movement. <laughs> but the sheer fact that you linked it up with George Wrong makes it that much better. I say if you do not name your child Wrong, wrong bowel, bowel, then there's no point in having a child. Well, I think we need to also throw some context in here. Aaron, you're, uh, if you have a boy, what's the name that you picked out for the boy? I'm not sharing that publicly. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So it's a good name. 
Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, it's very... If it's, if it's brilliant, we can share it publicly, but... No. Okay. Well, like if you want to save it, you want to save it, because it's, it's clearly wrong bowel. Oh, no, no, <laughs> wrong, wrong bowel. Well, no, I mean, it's got to be wrong bowel now. Yeah. I like... Okay, so there's another combination with wrong, if, you want, if you're want. If you off on bowel, if bowel is a non <laughs> I'm, I'm off on both, but... All right, so if bowel is out, let me try something else with wrong. Well, I'm not wrong. even with wrong. Okay. Um, okay, so... Uh, another one that I, I'm kind of partial to is really sound strong sounding name. It combines actually I'll just tell you the name. Beamish Beers Garrett. Very alliterative, very powerful, that's strong. I think B we need sound. to get some context as well. Okay, so it's uh, Beamish is a first name. It's Beamish yeah. Murdoch, who's a lawyer, politician, author, wrote the epitome of laws in Nova Scotia. So a prominent figure out in the East Coast. And George Beers, who is... I didn't, I'd never heard of George Beers before, but get this. Founder of Modern Lacrosse is largely credited with that. Also started the first journal of dentistry in Canada. And that's a mix that I never would have guessed. Lacrosse no. and dentistry. Well, actually, when you think about it, yeah, it makes sense. Because you would lose teeth. Oh, absolutely. You well, get knocked, you're you get knocked in the face yeah. and there goes your chiclets and, you know, got to... <laughs> Got to fix those. Yeah, no, I can see that. Now, see, I'm in on beers. Again, uh, just, just very, it just, it's very strong. Yep. When you say it, beers. Right. Beamish, I'm out. No. Beamish, you're out on beer. I'm, I'm out. I, I see Beamish as more of a last seems, name. And, and for me, immediately jumps into my mind. Beamish goes to Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. Very dangerous on the playground. No, I understand okay. I'm referencing something from the early 1990s. So probably not dangerous on the playground. More than likely not, but uh, I every time if Jeremy said, uh, hey, come over, Beamish and I are going out to do something, I'd be like, well, okay, so he's Beamish and your butthead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what if we combined, what if we brought George Wrong back and we wrong had beers? Wrong Beers? <laughs> I don't think my kid would ever be able to drink beer after that. Which is maybe it's a good thing for you. Especially, if, absolutely terrible especially if the, res, the the reports are true that beer is actually killing us all slowly. But enjoyably slowly. <laughs> all right, so Next. you're so you're okay, so Next. that's it. So Beamish and beers are out. Yeah, those yeah, are out. Those, those are out. Yeah, no, that's okay, out. so I have one left then. <clears throat> We've gone through five. So my last one on the, the mail side. Let's see if you guys can guess this. I'll give you the two individuals. Okay. Don't don't cheat and look at my sheet here. But I have C.H. Punch Dickens, who was a bush pilot in the north, a First World War pilot as well, so okay. one of our heroes, our military heroes, and Lester Bowles Pearson, of course, winner of the 1956 Nobel Peace Prize, former prime minister. You can guess what I've come up with for those two individuals. Punch Bowles. Punch Bowles Garrett. Yes. <laughs> Punch Bowles Garrett. This ensures that the kid will be invited to every party ever. Yeah, no need for a nickname. No, no, I think I think you need to have. Uh, maybe this is a context where wrong works. Wrong punch bowls. Wrong punch bowls, Garrett. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I, it's a thing. It's like an actual thing. So it's like a noun on top of a noun. Better than calling my kid Apple. Right. So okay, so punch bowls. I'm still very much in favor of wrong bowel. <laughs> Yes, wrong bowel is definitely the strongest one on this list. There's, there's, there's no doubt about zero it. Zero doubt about that. All right, so if we were to recap on the men's side, so James Marquis in some form. Yeah, some form. Yeah. It was a potential option. Yeah. 
Studholm as a middle name. Studholm as a middle name is a great is in there it somewhere. Is. I even like the the combo of uh, Alexander Studholm. Alexander Studholm. I mean, well, yeah. still brings in the historical aspect, oh, but yeah. it's a strong name. Absolutely, okay. it is. And then Punch Bowls, perhaps is like a fun option. That's more towards the uh, no. Okay, but it wasn't straight out dismissed like the other three. Decatur Boss, Wrong Bowel, and Beamish Beers were all dismissed out of hand. Punch Bowls was not dismissed out of hand. No, it was not dismissed out of hand. But now you're per dismissed. Se. But now you're dismissed. Yes. It's now a no. Okay, so we have two maybes on here. Yeah. Yeah. So two possibilities. The okay. sheer fact that you came up with two maybes actually astounds me. That's not bad, right? That's not bad. <laughs> I tip my hat to you. Well, thank you very much. So those are my six on the men's side. So shall we move to the girls' names? Yes. Okay, so uh, let's see what we got on the girls' side. Uh, this was a lot of fun on this side because I'm partial myself to names that are not in fashion as much anymore. Okay, which is actually okay. a current trend that's going on. A lot right, of, some of a these lot older of, names yeah, are starting to come yeah, yeah, back yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a fan of them. So uh, some of these are silly, some of these are fun. Uh, it's not completely unlike what I've just come up with. Uh, so, for this one, let's start with uh, a personal favorite of mine. Again, I will give you the two people before I give you the name uh, on this one. So, Bliss Carmen, great first name, Bliss, uh, who was a poet, famed Canadian poet, and uh, Mary Meager Southcott, who was a Newfoundland nursing leader prior to Newfoundland's joining Confederation. So, of course, with those two, uh, I have come up with Meeker Bliss Garrett. Because <laughs> 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 you don't want to be too happy. No, I've got to temper, <laughs> temper expectations right from birth. Yeah. Usually, usually it takes a few years to have the crushing weight of reality on your shoulders. <laughs> just lower, girl, low the expectations. Poor, the poor girl would just be hit with it immediately. But she's... she's pretty much guaranteed to surpass any expectation. She will overachieve she will based on what her name she is. She will rise above her meager beginning. Exactly. Because now I'm reading all these plaque texts, that that will say that when she is designated a national historic figure 40 years after her death, and I guess what, like 100 years after our deaths, the thing will say from meager beginnings, and the meager will be in quotes because whoever's writing it is being very cute and clever. Like, it just really works. Pun intended. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So we're good on that one, meager bliss? I'm going to reserve judgment until I hear some of the other ones. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Um, so let's go to maybe a more serious one then. Uh, this one, Cora Parleby Garrett. Combining E. Cora Hind, a suffragette in Manitoba in the 19th century through to the 20th century, and Mary Irene Parleby, who fought for, or excuse me, who fought to place women in the Senate, to have them be members of the Senate. So you combine two women who are very active in women's rights, suffrage issues, mm -hmm. you combine them together in a name that I kind of like. I, I like Cora as a name, um, and I think Parleby as a middle name works. Yeah, my my cousin actually, her eldest daughter is named Cora. Okay. So that's, that's a very, very great name. Yeah, and I think the, 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 the inspiration behind it for a young woman growing up now in the 21st century, where maybe some of these issues, yes, they still exist, 
in terms of women's rights and things like equal pay and all these these issues, and there's certainly a glass ceiling in politics to mm-hmm. a certain degree now. Uh, but in general, the suffrage movement doesn't seem as it's not as connected to us no, as maybe it, our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation. Yeah. So here's a way to connect her to this history that you know we just had the hundredth. Uh, anniversary of women getting the right to vote in this country, mm-hmm. yeah. and here well, you go. I mean, especially as we see in more recently, um, numbers are dropping for elections. Yeah. People just aren't out there voting. So if we have someone out there rallying everyone once mm-hmm. again, and not just focused on women, but saying, "Come on, everyone, get out here, let's vote," you know, bring back the uh, the energy of the suffragettes would be almost necessary and someone whose name you know draws that connection to the suffragettes uh, i mean uh, would be a great person would uh, certainly set a child up for a strong future i think so see so if there wasn't already a core in my family i would say i would consider that but because there already is one i'm yes, gonna i'm gonna take it. a pass but right. i think for jeremy it's right. great, uh, i, I would idea. say that out of all the the so now eight that i've presented this is the most serious one this is the one that maybe i put the most thought into is that two Two, two women who are very much associated with suffrage and women's rights and activism together in a name that I just think also sounds good. So I'm partial to this one. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. All right. So that might be the best of the eight I've presented, I think. Certainly that's the best reaction I've got so far. All right. So let's maybe move on to uh, another one uh, in a similar vein, but a little different. And this one I really like, Agnes Tilly Garrett. So this one, Agnes for Agnes McPhail. I just, I like the name Agnes for whatever reason. Uh, and this is the only man who I have on the women's side because I like the name Tilly. So Sam Samuel Leonard Tilly, the New Brunswick father of Confederation. Mm-hmm. And I think Tilly as a name works as a female middle name. Uh, I, I like, I just like the way that sounds. I like Agnes Tilly, the way it sounds. And what I kind of like about this too is that the connection between the two of them. So you have a father of confederation mm-hmm. where women were not involved in that process in an official way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron and I, you've talked, we've talked on the podcast before about the women's role yep. uh, at the conferences, but you have a father of confederation and then the first woman elected to the House of Commons. So here's somebody who is instrumental in creating the system of government and then a woman who comes in and sort of to a certain degree does something that probably Mr. Tilly did not expect to ever happen. So I kind of like that. Yeah, I'm quite interested too with uh, you know throwing him into the the women's side when you know women weren't involved with the uh, Confederation and uh, and yet um, uh, with Agnes being the first uh, woman to be uh, a member of Parliament, I mean uh, quite interesting. And I mean I I like the idea of Tilly. Um, I think Tilly quite uh, works quite well for a female name too. So yeah. as a first, would you consider Tilly as a first? I'd even consider it as a first as well. Although okay. I think it works much better as a I as agree. a middle I was name. I say I tried it as a first name. It didn't really work. My only problem with Agnes is that I always think of The Simpsons and think of Agnes Skinner. Oh, now I'm not oh. going to be able to let that See, go. Yeah, I know. Like, the, right. and that's my that was my immediate hang-up. I mean, oh, the okay. name Agnes is a great name, but because it's associated with such a shrill character on The Simpsons and shrill, I mean by her voice, it just Okay, but you could also, you could have Agnes there and just use Tilly as almost a nickname. So, A. Tilly Garrett. Sure. Yeah, in that case. <laughs> a Tilly Garrett. Yeah, that kind of sounds strange, but okay. Whatever you want. Um, all right, so let's go to maybe a, a less serious one now that I've had two serious ones. Um, now, this one is, is not 
not serious because of who they are. It's not serious just because the way I think it's formed. So I have Jenny Trout, who is the first licensed doctor, licensed female doctor okay. in the country, and Carrie Matilda Derrick, who was the first female full professor in this country, a female professor of genetics. So, oh, interesting. Uh, so two very uh, edu- well-educated women who did amazing things in their professions. Male-dominated professions, mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Women in, in science, even today. Mm-hmm. There's certainly, it's not an equal, uh, not a balance there, no. men and women in, in the sciences. So for this one, maybe it sounds silly, but hear me out. Carrie Trout Garrett. Because you like to fish, right? Have you ever been? You, well, you like to hunt, I know. I like to hunt. I have been fishing in a while, fishing, but I'd love to get out fishing again. You go trout fishing and you carry them back. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting some I'm getting the negative reaction No. Here. We don't like that? No. No. The sciences. It's the trout. Yeah, the up. trout's really hanging it up. What it about, smells fishy. Okay. <laughs> what about What about then Carrie Jen Garrett? Carrie, yes. Okay. But the problem then is like, because I, I don't think, one of the reasons I did this, one, I think, yes, Carrie Trout, fine. Okay, funny. But I don't think you could have two names back-to-back that have that Y sound at the end. Because I think Carrie, Jenny, Trout... Like yeah, I, no. I, I don't think that sounds... And no, vice no. versa with Jenny, Carrie, Trout. Like, no. I don't think... No, I agree with you there. Uh, that, or Gary, excuse me. It doesn't really work all that well. So I was trying to figure out a way in which you could combine those two women. Well, what... Uh, in the science... Like, you know, I think that's a nice inspiration for a name. Yeah. Right? Two um, prominent female scientists. What were their full names? Do you have them... So I just have Jenny Trout. This is how they're designated. Okay, so you don't have the middle names. So, well, Carrie Matilda, if you want to go Jenny Matilda Garrett, okay, could work. Or Matilda Jenny, if you like Matilda more. Than no, I think uh, Matilda like. would be better as a middle name. Yeah, I'm going to lean on the no side on right. any of these combinations. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm out. I'm, I'm not opposed to Carrie as a first name, though. Right. So maybe good inspiration, but maybe the execution not yes. as great yeah, no. on that one. I mean, you have Derek as the last name of Carrie Matilda. So I don't know. Like Derek could work. Derek can as a as a, as a, as a, a woman's girl's yeah. uh, woman's middle name maybe. Yeah. Uh, Jenny Derek. No. No. It could work. Personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't but, either. But it, it could work. Okay. So good inspiration, poor execution on that one. All yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. I love the idea behind it. I mean, it's a great idea, a great uh, great merger of the two as well. But. Okay. So let's go with uh, another one. Let's go with Lillian Irma Garrett. Lillian. Yeah, so that's based off of Lillian Bilsky Freeman, a prominent philanthropist in this country, and Irma Levasseur, the pioneer or a pioneer of Canadian pediatrics. Well, I mean, I already have a bit of a preference for uh, not necessarily Lillian, but Lily, because it's uh, uh, one of the names that we had considered as well. Right. Um, not going to give away if it's a first or middle name, but uh, but yeah, I, I like the idea of Lily. Quite pretty as a flower as well, and now. What did you say the uh, professions were for them? Or were so Lillian is or was a prominent philanthropist. Okay. So helping the people, giving mm-hmm. the people what they want, as we try and do on the show. Right? Uh, no, but a prominent philanthropist. And then Irma was a pioneer of Canadian pediatrics. Okay. So trying to give people pediatrics then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm but, hung up on Irma. I am as well. And here's the reason why. Okay. And this just really shows, and actually more speaks to my immaturity than anything else. There's a prominent meme out there about uh, a very unfortunate picture of a woman who is all dressed up with braces and everything, and it's Irma Gerd. 
I don't know if you've oh, ever seen that. Yes. So Irma to Ermagard. Right. It lends itself very much to it. Now, again, I may be the only person who is stupid enough to actually find those memes funny, but... <laughs> yes, but eight-year-old kids, I mean, make fun of uh, kids on the play yard, and they're going to think of any way that they can, so yeah. who's to say that that poster just doesn't show up uh, around a classroom with... I mean, we're, we're in the internet age. I mean, memes never die. They never they, die. They, they no. just get recycled. No, but let me, let me throw this out at you. All right, so your daughter becomes a UFC fighter or a professional wrestler. Okay. Lil Irma. That's the name. That's the name that she comes out to is Lil Irma because it's not only her first name, but Lil. And it would be especially good if she gets your height because you're approximately 18 feet tall. So it'd be this nice counter between, like, the irony of being called Lil no, see, because I'll keep always thinking to myself is Ermagerd Lillian. <laughs> Can't do it. Okay, so we're out on this. I'm not, again. I'm not. You like to, Lily. I like Lily, but you're not as sold on Irma. Definitely not. Okay. What about Cora? Hmm. Cora Lily. Yeah. Or Lily Cora. No, it'd have to be Cora Lily. Yeah, have I think to so. Be. Yeah. I kind of like that. I like it, but I don't know if those names really go well together. You need something that flows nicely as well. That's true. All right, so there's one left on the list here. Let me give it to you. If you want something that flows well together, (laughs) this one. This is the. You you know that you've been. You can just tell by your excitement. You've been saving this one for last. Yeah, I have been saving this one for last. (laughs) This one. This one. Oh man, this is the pièce de résistance. This is the name of your child. I almost guarantee it. If I was in charge, this is the name. So, let me just tell you who these people are first. And I'll see if you guys can guess what the name is. So, first it's Adelaide Hunter Hoodless, who is an advocate for domestic reform. And Fanny Bobby Rosenfeld, who was named the athlete of the first half of the 20th century. Female athlete of the first half of the 20th century. She was a track star for Canada. So, those are the two names. I don't know if... You can see where I'm going with them. I can see for the second one. So, the name is Fanny Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. That's the name. The name is Fanny Hunter Garrett. I love that name. I think it works so well. I'm so proud of myself. See, I I like the name Adelaide. Again, I I know of an Adelaide, uh, not directly in my life, but in the sphere of knowing people. And I think it's a great name. It's, you know, a classic name, but then it also adds to, you know, a nickname just Addy is a good Mm -hmm. nickname. I mean, it just nice and shortens it down. Very professional. Um, Fanny, again, I mean, in proper context, absolutely it's it's an old name. Yes. Yeah, right. it's an old name. Fanny Hunter, I'm out. Again, that's another one that you could use if she's a professional wrestler. Fanny Hunter. Well, the issue is, that, I mean, you've already made reference that I go hunting, but Fanny Hunter? Yeah. I mean... Uh, it doesn't have to be a sexual thing. Well, no, I'm thinking more where the hunter have to wear a fanny pack, in which case, no, just out. Just, just no. Well, it's not a, a fanny pack, it's a satchel. It's a belt satchel. So that you can You're carry. reaching, my friend. Yes, so you reaching. really, so really you are. Carry things. Okay. Well, so okay. I think, so, I think you so, sh- so another one. Okay. I, okay. Fanny Hunter. I, I think it's a horrible mistake if you don't name your child Fanny Hunter. If it's a boy, maybe not. But as a girl, sure. Um, I also had Meager Hunter on here because we talked about Mary Meager Southcott earlier. Mm-hmm. Meager mm-hmm. Hunter. 
if she's not good at it, right? <laughs> if you try and teach her to hunt and she just doesn't have that skill set, then maybe that could work. Maybe as a nickname, it just pops up later in life, meager. Meager, yeah. Meager trout. Meager trout, yeah. <laughs> bad fisher, bad fisher woman, maybe. I don't know. Meager bowel. <laughs> meager bowel, Gary. Wrong meager bowel. Yeah. Um, Tilly Hunter. I also see Hunter as a boy's name. I just, I just don't picture it as a girl's name. And too much as a last name. I think I, I've yeah. heard it too many times as a last name. Right. I've heard it as a first name, and yeah. I mean, not for me, but. Yeah. Okay, so. On the women's side, I think I did okay with Lily and Irma then, or Lily and Irma. Lily. And with Lily, yeah, but full names. Um, and Agnes Tilly in some form. Yes. Some form. There's something there. Uh, the other ones you all didn't seem to care for. Your batting average wasn't so great on the women's side. Well, I know, it's about the same for boys, two out of five and two out of five. Well, six each. There was twelve, oh. so twelve total. So out of yeah. the twelve total, there were four names that were not dismissed out of hand. Nope, that is true. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I would get that many. Neither did I. So I mean, there was a few that I figured would probably get dismissed out of hand. Punch bowls. I can't believe punch bowls was dismissed. That makes me so sad. Uh, Fanny Hunter is another one that should be uh, should be there. So those are the names. So after a half hour of talking, how is your mind working now? Compared to when we started. I mean, compared to when we started, I was quite interested to see that uh, one of the names is actually one that we've considered, but um, uh, some more consideration to possibly go in. Uh, I mean, uh, who's to say that uh, when uh, uh, our baby boy or girl is born, that it's not going to be trout or hunter or wrong bowel? Wrong bowel. Exactly. I mean, uh, there's so many great possibilities here. I almost think you can't pick one of these names now, because then he will, Sean will hold this over your head for the rest of your life. Well, I would have to be on my deathbed, and Sean to step in for that to happen, so... (laughs) No, he would just, he, I don't know, that's too much credit to you. No, 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 it's not, it's not, I don't want credit. I don't, I really don't. (laughs) Then you're... What I want is for this child to have a name that is both historically significant and inspirational. That's what I want. I'm looking out for the best interest of the child. That's what these 12 names were intended for. Wrong bowel. Yeah, that's, those are two very important people in this country's history. Both oh, of whom are largely forgotten, and as just a side benefit of that, if she or he decides to become a comedian, it's really worked in right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's already... You don't even have to come up with a stage name. That's the stage name. Yeah. But, so. well, I mean, two people who are largely forgotten, you combine their names in for wrong bowel and equals someone else who's just going to be equally forgotten. I don't want that for my child. Well, no, no, no. Maybe it's like two negatives in math create a positive. It's like two people who have been largely forgotten create this ultra-powerful figure. I will concede that if you name your child wrong bowel, they won't be the prime minister. I will grant you that. But anything else is possible. Hey, lots of things can happen in 40 years, 50 years. I think yeah. if you name your child wrong bowel, we will get a names database like they have in, what is it, Norway or Sweden or Iceland? One of the one of the three. Iceland has one. Yeah, there's a name database. Oh, yeah? That you, there's an acceptable name that you can choose, and it must be on this list. Oh, wow. And it's becoming more and more with all the uh, different names right. that are coming out. Maybe we should have one in this country, and maybe that should be my job. 
Because I've clearly demonstrated that I'm good at this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he, and so ends your interview for the Central Name Database. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what this was. This was it wasn't actually a podcast. It was an interview for that for that job. So, Jeremy, I'm going to gift you this list. Um, I will highlight the ones that you did not dismiss out of hand. I would like you to show it to Susan, not to actually have a serious discussion about, but I, because I told her that I was doing this, so she can at least see what I've come up with. Well, I'm, she might get a chuckle out of some of these. I think that uh, you're gonna have to have her listen to this podcast before I give her the list too. Okay, that's probably fair. Yeah, and if she makes it to the 38-minute mark, God bless her. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so Jeremy, thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank we you. will update the audience when the child is born on what the actual name is, and hopefully one of these things actually makes it in as a, even a nickname, if it's not on the birth certificate, maybe as a, as an informal uh, middle name, maybe. Well, well, I mean, I've already given my hand a little bit uh, with uh, Lily. That would be a yes. version of it entering it, but who's yes. to say that it could also be a point? Yes, and I did come up with this list before I knew what any of your names were. Okay. Right, because the, the, yes. we were going to record this earlier, so I came up with the list, and then you told me what the names were. So that was a completely blind name that I came up with. So, uh, so good job by me, I guess. Oh. Um, no, great thinking. All right, so congratulations. Thank you. All the best through the summer. The the birth will be in September. End of September. Uh, so we're taking bets on when. Um, hopefully we can make some money off of this deal uh, as well. But congratulations, and thank you for doing this and putting up with my nonsense. Oh, I know. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show yet again. Always a pleasure. Aaron, thanks for coming back. Hey, I'm... I'm surprised you keep asking me back but uh what can i say i've seemed to always be available <laughs> and that's that's the that's the key to a good guest you know the best ability is availability i'll take it <laughs> and there you go so there you have it our canadian mashup edition of historically inspired baby names hope you enjoyed that it was a lot of fun for me to go back and listen to that one again one of my favorites to put together as i said at the start but that'll do it for this week and for 2020, I wanted to say just before I sign off, uh, a big thank you to everybody who listens to this show. It's been a weird year. I think that's maybe the nicest way I could describe 2020. It has been a slog. I know there's a lot of folks who are struggling through the year. And uh, as we move into 2021, I just want to send my best wishes to everybody, my love and support for a great 2021 and i appreciate everyone who's ever listened to the show whether it's one episode or, or each week whatever it is i do appreciate that support when the pandemic hit here in north america in march we did switch and we did a lot more shows this year and for me it's been a lot of fun to have a break from the real world a little bit and talk about history to have the opportunity to have some great conversations with people around the world about their work and their interests and it's been it's been great for me to have this outlet to talk about things and just to remind myself of some of the great historical work that goes on and and why I enjoy history so it's been it's been great for me we're going to keep going with the weekly schedule moving forward uh, I've enjoyed the frequency of it I hope you have as well so we're going to keep moving forward with that. So thank you everybody for listening all year and hopefully next year will be much, much better. So that'll do it. 
If you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show wherever it is you get your podcast. Do the likes, the ratings, the comments, all that good stuff. Helps other people find the show. Please also head on over to activehistory.ca. A lot of great content over there, including, if you're not sick of years in review yet, the 1920 year in review that Aaron Boys and I did. Our 11th bracket year in review that we've done. We've done a 19, starting in 1910, now through 1920. 11 different versions of this. I gotta say, 1920 is some of the most fun stuff that we've talked about. A lot of really cool inventions back in 1920. So definitely check that one out and all the other great content. You can also find all of our past episodes over under the podcast tab. So all the best for 2021, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in the new year. But until then, if you're out and you see Enrico Palazzo, please say hi for me. Thanks for listening to the History Slam podcast. Be sure to check out Active History for more features, articles, and be sure to subscribe on iTunes.